Billions were thrown at smaller companies in an effort to get them to sell. The two most glaring examples of this unlawful scheme were Instagram and WhatsApp. They also sent a clear message to the industry. Don't step on Facebook's turf. Or as one industry executive put it, you will face the wrath of Mark. Ooh, the wrath of Mark. Yeah. Nothing is scarier than that face. And boy, I'd hate it if Mark Zuckerberg threw so much money at us we had to sell. That would suck. Is there any chance that Mark Zuckerberg is actually like a scary hard ass if you're in a meeting with him? And he just comes off the way he does in in the public? I see him as a calm, cyborg-like uh, menace. He never raises his voice. He never makes explicit threats, but he hints at them. Maybe you just the wrath make... of Mark. Maybe you just don't ever hear from him at all, but legal documents keep showing up. Mark Napoli Zuckerberg. Ah, uh, so forty-eight states suing uh, Facebook for uh, antitrust violations. And that was the New York Attorney General right there saying, "Beware the wrath of Mark." We're going to talk more the about wrath. that. Of Mark. Yes, 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 yes. That is the way. The way. Dramatic. That is fairly dramatic. Yeah, that's a little over the top. Uh, we'll be talking about that more coming up. So YouTube is a Google property. I get them all mixed up, all the various yep. powerful mm-hmm. people. Instagram is a? Facebook. Facebook. YouTube is a Google. But anyway, so YouTube announced yesterday they will remove any videos disputing Joe Biden's election victory. Okay. So any v- video... You know, that's about, hey, suitcases got transferred here, or they found, hey, talking to a guy here who found a bunch of ballots in his trunk. Yeah, I opened my trunk, and I was surprised anybody to see all those ballots. That All those videos are being taken down. Mm. Meanwhile, and I saw, we should have done this ourselves, because I saw a bunch of different people going through all the videos that are still up on YouTube. And I mean, and there's some crazy ass. There's, you know, there, there's all kinds of crazy conspiracy some of them funny about elvis being alive and you know here's my proof and all that sort of stuff that doesn't really affect anybody birds are government drones <laughs> but there's all kinds of school shootings never actually happen it's the government um uh it's the republicans it's the democrats 9-11 didn't happen tons of 9-11 didn't actually happen it was the government did it itself all this sort of stuff all that stuff fine on youtube any disputing of the election has to be taken down Silicon Valley is so political well, and the, so one-sidedly political. Well, I'll tell you why I think that's so funny in a second, but I mentioned this Matt Taibbi um who uh, is is lefty is lefty can get. Nobody nobody hates the right more than Matt Taibbi, but also said it's been amazing to watch how in the Trump age one-time liberals have become the country's staunchest defenders of censorship and corporate personhood. There was a study that came out a couple of weeks ago that I mentioned that this is not getting their intended effect. This makes the the crowd that believes Trump actually won and Fox and Barr and everybody are in on it. Believe it more when you do this. Mm. This this reconfirms their belief that this is actually happening. They've, <laughs> they've done polling to show this. And that strikes me as obviously true. Literally perfect. damned if you do and damned if you don't. You're just, you're, just, you're just way better off. Uh, they were using Twitter specifically as an example. When you block a tweet from Trump or anybody else, it makes the crowd that that, that believes this stuff believe it more. Right. So you're not accomplishing anything, you morons, other than censoring uh, ideas going around so that if somebody puts up a video, somebody else can say, hey, maybe you've seen this video. Here's what's wrong with it. Or here's what I've found. So you can get, you know, conflicting and just have a conversation. 
right. in the country about these various topics. I would also argue that to anybody right of AOC, they're damaging their own brand. Uh, and they're they're lowering their level of affection approval among consumers. I mean, I hear the word Twitter, and and I get uh, anger rises within me. And as I've said a hundred times, they're so terrible at their censorship. They're so woke and so excited and so young and lacking in life experience. They will do something like censor the Hunter Biden laptop story, which has now exploded and the Justice Department is in on it. It's a major investigation. And as uh, Glenn Greenwald was uh, putting it, and we'll, we'll share some of that with you in a couple of minutes. Um, absolutely everything that the New York Post was saying Tucker Carlson was saying has been confirmed now by the United States government. All Hunter, that stuff you're that a was, loser. That that not not that per se, but um, all of those things that were suppressed by Twitter, that were suppressed by Facebook, are now confirmed to be true. So y'all suck at censorship. It's you're bad at your repugnant activities. So another example of what I was talking about uh, of how hey you idiots when you censor this stuff you're 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 helping the other side, and it's not in the spirit of this country to stop uh, reporting from going around. Um, in this case, a legitimate book we talked about a while back, this uh, this book by a woman named Schreier, who, who has written about uh, the number of teenage girls specifically who um, decide they're a man or, or, or guys who decide they're a girl and get the surgery and all that sort of stuff. And the number of them commit suicide and there's other mental issues and everything like that. She, she wrote, believes there's a craze. She believes it's a craze and something yeah. we should really be worried about. Well, she wrote a book about it. And because of all the um, attempts to censor it and not allow it to be sold in various places, remember the pressure on Target? They actually had to take it off the shelf. Then they caved to the other side and put it back on the shelf next to... You know, the anti-racism book. If you're going to have the anti-racism book, you got to have the um, maybe we should take another look at the whole trans world among teenagers book. Right. Um, but Matt Taibbi refers to, to it as the Streisand effect. I don't know that term. Do you know the term, the Streisand effect? Yeah. The, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Joe. Well, no, it's, it's fine. When uh, was it? Uh, did she sue somebody, Sean, to prevent them from publishing pictures of her estate? Yeah, it was a tabloid thing where she sued to. They were going to publish her house. She sued them to stop it, therefore making it a bigger story than it ever would have been. It had the pictures just run in the first place. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have never heard about it. And then, oh, I need to see this. Uh, okay, so that's what it's in effect here. It absolutely is what happened conservative or i would say fair media reported this story so much that her that her book was banned at target by uh, by like one activist i think one person right. complained and they caved right. and yeah. all kinds of different people trying to keep it out of their uh off their bookshelves or not allow it to happen it is now the number one selling book on amazon's list of lgbtq books you made it the number one book by complaining about it because then fox and us and everybody else in the world brought the book to your attention oh that gladdens my heart it really, really does. So this might get solved when Zuckerberg and uh, and and what's his name, the homeless looking guy from Twitter, and all the various people, Jack Dorsey, <laughs> when they realize, yeah, we're actually selling more books. It's the Streisand effect. We're actually we're actually getting more attention for all of these stories when we ban them than they would have gotten any other. Otherwise. Yeah, yeah. You know, it strikes me that, uh, and Jack and I were talking about this the other day off the air about uh, raising kids and family and how it's the center of your life and that sort of thing. And now that my kids are, are grown, and frankly, they're, you know, doing fine on their own, uh, you know, I, Joe Getty, have, have realized, wow, I really need, what What am I doing? 
What, what is my purpose? Who am I? Aging. Why am I? Why? Yeah. Amen to that. Uh, you Have know, you what, considered being good at your jobs? What is <laughs> I'm I'm trying. In fact, I'm trying right now. Uh, but it, it, it so energizes me. The need to help people, particularly young people, to understand the excuses censors give always sound legitimate. The excuses they give for keeping the truth from you or taking away some of your rights because, you know, it's an emergency right now and it's temporary. These arguments, these excuses are timeless and they're always the same and they're always lies. And if, you know, in the whatever amount of oxygen God permits to go in and out of my lungs for however many days I have left on the earth, if I use them doing that, I feel like that's a purpose. And and I'm just so glad to see Glenn Greenwald, and Matt Taibbi and other people joining in the fight who might not be natural allies but but they understand because the left man they took it in the chops from censors in the 20th century mm. to a large extent and, and in a shameful shameful way in a lot of cases now we could talk about pornography and what is pornography that's that's a little complicated you know a, a topic but um now the left a lo well the progressive left is just in love with censorship they're realizing, oh, my God, I don't have to defeat these ideas. I can just silence them or, or you know, dox them and scare their children or get them run out of their jobs. Yet I don't I can just silence them. I mean, and it is insidious. I saw a poll. I'll have to dig it up. The numbers were shocking. The number of Joe Biden voters that had never heard of about the Hunter Biden investigation. They're completely unaware of it because it was only a New York Post story. And, you know, remember the whole Twitter wouldn't allow it or anything like that. Right. Now, would mm -hmm. that have made a different in, difference in the election? Would people have changed their votes or whatever? I have no idea. But the fact that they'd never even heard it, a high percentage, is interesting to me. Now, the tide has turned, and we're going to talk more about it later this hour. I'm looking up at Good Morning America with, with George Stephanopoulos, which didn't touch this story before the election. Nope. Uh, early in the show today, Hunter Biden under investigation. So uh, they're in they're into it now when it can't have much effect. Yeah. So the story behind the investigation, uh, Glenn Greenwald's investigation into it, we ought to reset that for you. Uh, also, uh, for those of you who occasionally watch Tucker Carlson or who have heard us talking about his show, the speech he's been airing of the Chinese scholar of political mm. science um, talking about Beijing's influence in Washington, that is 100 percent legit. Wow. How is that not getting more attention? Because I haven't seen it or it, heard about it anywhere else. Because it it tends to reinforce narratives that Donald J. Trump was uh, was in favor of, and that is but he how he lost. It's over. Can't you move? Can we move on now? For the good of your country, please. Yeah, I know it's absolutely shocking. That's why it's funny you brought up the uh, you know if this story had been publicized before the election, maybe it would have changed it. I always have to be reminded of that. Because uh, I'm so, uh, you know, the election makes a difference. It could make a hell of a difference historically. But to me, that's almost the symptom. The disease is the censorship and dishonesty. Mm, that's a good point right there. Um, so anyway, we'll we'll do our best to uh, they, uh, knock got, that down. Yeah, we got that. We got uh, the Facebook story. We got Swalwell rolling around with Chinese spies. You lying creep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Scientists have discovered some new whales. We got brand new whales, people. New whales. Brand the old whales, new, please. tired of the old whales. Blue whales, old and tired. We got new whales all on the way. Armstrong and Getty.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. You have to keep the coffee in the microwave for like three minutes to get it to room temperature. That's not a microwave. It's an easy bake oven. I swear to God. It's the <laughs> lowest power microwave I've ever... I'm sorry, do you mean the... But I still need a bit of milk, full fat, which I've warmed in the micro wave. You mean the micro wave? Who's that? Pardon me? <laughs> which I've warmed in the micro wave. Who's that? Uh, I believe uh, she is somewhat of a, a cooking known person. Uh, she, she has various shows. Uh, Nigella Lawson. Yeah, I think she her name pronounces is. it micro wave. Which I've warmed in the micro wave. Is that an effort to be like funny? Or is just she the way serious? she say it. It seemed sincere. It was. She's a Brit, clearly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was within. There, there was no acknowledgement to the camera. No fourth wall well, breaking. She didn't. Say, <laughs> just kidding. I know it's microwave. It seemed like it was just how she always says well, it. Well, I don't actually know this. Is this the way all Brits say it? Like they say advertis- no. Like they say advertisement. No. Which I've warmed in the microwave. Yeah, it can't time, be. First time I heard advertisement, I thought, "Are you okay?" <laughs> um, Maybe she got the shot. And it's a side oh, effect. Oh, that's what happens. She when got you get the it. vaccine. I'm telling you, you could put a puppy in our microwave. It'd be fine. Oh, jeez. So I've warmed in the microwave. Don't even, don't even say that. Too dark. It's not dark with our microwave. Oh, yeah. I, I see. That is your point. Uh, let's see. Was there more you wanted to do before I jump back into Sean's Hunter Biden? eating a cupcake, which just, uh, we, we, uh, we, should, we should come up with a rule. It just doesn't I, seem what? like grown men should eat cupcakes in the I... middle of the show. Ran out you of pro- child. protein bars, which I normally eat uh, during the morning time. And so, so? So clearly, <laughs> I'm. it's not like I, when I'm out of protein bars, all of a sudden I don't get hungry. And so well, clearly, the only uh, acceptable solution to this is just to eat the cupcakes that were uh, left over from yesterday afternoon, it seems. I have swiftly <laughs> and arbitrarily yeah. chosen my side. I will be advocating on behalf of Sean. Yeah. Jack, are you not a regular consumer of the so-called scone? Mm-hmm. The scone, little more than a cake itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's a piece of cake. Get him, Joe. It's yeah. a piece of cake. How dare you, sir? So many things we rename or reshape to, uh, like, all the coffee drinks at Starbucks. Sugar Bucks, I heard somebody call it the other day. Oh, that's good. How, how has it taken so long for me to hear that? That's great. Know. Sugar Bucks, yeah. That, that's not a cup of coffee. That's not a coffee drink at all. You're having a milkshake. You stop by every afternoon on the way home from work and have a milkshake. You're having a hot milkshake. And you wonder why your jeans are tight. And that's it. Fine. But admit it to yourself that you're a daily milkshake drinker. Yeah. Well, well. So I'm not sure we have time to do this justice. In fact, I'm sure we don't. But I will tell you first a little reset and then we'll delve into the new material on the other side of a brief and valuable commercial break, which includes uh, our many sponsors who you should uh, give their business to. Uh, and we would appreciate that. But Glenn Greenwald, the great Glenn Greenwald, who, if you don't know him, he's he's a lefty, but he is a hardcore crusader for journalistic integrity, telling the truth, transparency, that sort of thing. And he is absolutely red high need over the Hunter <laughs> Biden laptop case and how it was suppressed. It was censored by Twitter and Facebook. It was steadfastly ignored by the m- mainstream media outlets. Um, it, the New York Post had it, Fox News talked about it, but nobody else. And now it turns out that, yeah, sure enough, Hunter Biden and his associates are under investigation for violation of tax and money laundering laws uh, springing from their, from their business dealings in foreign countries, principally China. That is a quote from the U.S. attorney for Delaware. 
This is what we were trying to tell you. This is what we were howling. How can the media be ignoring this? Um, and, and sure enough, now that the election's over, they're paying attention. Uh, whether the old man is implicated in this is hard to say, as uh, as Tony Bobolinsky, former naval officer, utterly credible witness, told Tucker Carlson in an extended interview. It was actually the whole show, wasn't it? Was it was his conversation with Tony. Yeah. Um, and the guy came off as 100% solid. Uh, he said, yeah, uh, uh, Joseph Biden was 100% acquainted with uh, the business dealings. In fact, he was part of it. He got a cut of everything. The big guy. Right, exactly. Yeah, the big guy famously uh, mentioned in an email. Uh, but they always worked hard to make sure there was plausible deniability that he was at arm's length. He didn't know what was going on. So that's the basics. And uh, Glenn Greenwald is is pissed that the story was suppressed. But then he goes into this speech by Di Dongsheng, who's a Chinese scholar of political science and international finance, talking about the influence China is going to have over the Biden administration, and it is scary. Okay. We'll okay. bring that to you in moments. Awesome. As Ian Bremmer is... said, how do you not ask Joe Biden about this if you get an interview opportunity? How do you not? Here, here. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So uh, I was looking up at Good Morning America where they're covering uh, the Hunter Biden story pretty thoroughly, um, and they never did before. Now, it wasn't as nailed down that the Justice Department is probing his taxes, particularly around China. But there was there was there was plenty to at least tip your cap to it. But they didn't before the election. Now they are. Well, having observed the American media for my entire life, them ignoring that story before the election was an extremely notable move. There was plenty there to report on. Um, to to ignore it completely as they did was deliberate and egregious. But uh, having said that. The uh, I don't hate Joe Biden. I think he's, you know, a moderate Democrat. I think I would rather have a Republican in the White House. But, you know, yeah, we'll have some some things go left that I don't want, but we'll live through it and the Republic will endure. Uh, I'm not whipped up about Joe Biden versus Trump like some of you folks are. Having said that, I think there is an enormous, critically important national security issue here, and that is that the president-elect and his family are not only have not only profited mightily from the communist chinese and are therefore uh more sympathetic to them than they ought to be but i can't believe hunter biden and and i believe the the big guy joe biden was in on it at least tangentially if they were evading taxes and laundering money through their chinese dealings do you think the communist chinese government doesn't know that and so they have something enormous on the Biden family. Now, having said that, getting back to Glenn Greenwald's fabulous reporting on this. And he talks about the just how incredible it is that the media ignored all this. He gets into um, 
Well, let me just quote him. The allegations at the heart of this investigation compel an examination of a fascinating and at times disturbing speech at a major financial event held last week in Shanghai. In that speech, and this is the speech that Tucker Carlson has been airing parts of for last week, if you ever watched Tucker's show. In that speech, a Chinese scholar of political science and international finance, Di Dongsheng, insisted that Beijing will have far more influence in Washington under a Biden administration than it did with the Trump administration. The reason, Di said, is that China's ability to get its way in Washington has long depended on its numerous powerful Wall Street allies. But those allies, he said, had difficulty controlling Trump, but will exert virtually unfettered power over Biden. That China cultivated extensive financial ties to Hunter Biden, D explained, will be crucial for bolstering Beijing's influence even further. So this guy, who's a an academic and a financial mover and shaker, he said in a speech that was briefly posted online and quickly taken down that, oh, yeah, we've we have extensive financial ties to Hunter Biden, and that will be crucial for bolstering our influence in Washington, D.C. Can you imagine what kind of an earthquake story this would be if you switched everything around and it was, uh, you know, Eric Trump and then the Russians uh, in a university talking about their ties to Trump? Well, we On a saw video what the, uh, that was out there how much coverage there would be. Oh, my God. Well, how much coverage of there was uh, uh, of this was there when there was nothing? There was enormous amounts of coverage. What if there was something? Can you imagine? But D, who, in addition to his teaching positions, is also vice dean of Beijing's Renmin University School of International Relations, delivered his remarks along three other Chinese banking and development experts. D's speech at the event, entitled, Will China's Opening Up of Its Financial Sector Attract Wall Street, was translated and posted by Jennifer Zhang, a Chinese Communist Party critic who left China years ago citing religious persecution, etc. The centerpiece of the speech was the history he set forth of how Beijing has long successfully managed to protect its interests in the halls of American power, namely by relying on friends in Wall Street and other U.S. ruling class sectors, which worked efficiently until the Trump presidency. Uh, let me let me hit you with one of the big quotes. Referring to the Trump era trade war between the two countries, uh, uh, President D or Chairman D or uh, Professor D posed this question. Why did China and the U.S. used to be able to settle all kinds of issues between 1992 when Clinton became president and 2016 when Obama left office? He provided this answer. No matter what kind of crisis we encountered, uh, be it the Yinhe incident when the U.S. interdicted a Chinese ship, um, blah, 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 or the bombing of the embassy, uh, et cetera, I could give you the background, but we shouldn't get us, uh, distracted. No matter what kind of crises we encountered, they list several of them. Things were all solved in no time, like a couple do with their quarrels, starting at the bedhead, but ending at the bed end. We fixed everything in two months. What is the reason? I'm going to throw out something maybe a little bit explosive here. It's just because we have people at the top. We have our old friends who are at the top of America's core inner circle of power and influence. Hmm. There you have it. The Chinese government stating we have America by the short hairs through Wall Street, I have through always, business. I've always hated that term. I'm sorry to hear that. It's a bit at the scruff of your neck. Yeah. Those hairs. Back I, there. I, I know. but Okay. Have us by the, 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 the testicles? Do you prefer that one? Or? No. no I don't, How about I don't, I don't leading know why us around to... like a hog with a ring in its nose? I don't nose. know why you have to have anybody's body part in your hands. For this well, description. Well, did you, here you are quailing, quailing, sir, at an indelicate phrase when China is infiltrated <laughs> our halls of power. 
I'm not sure you're China. man enough for this. You're wearing a Captain America T-shirt, but I'm not sure you're man enough for your mission. Hmm. You're uh, like pre-weird genetic treatment, Steve. What's his name? With your linguini arms and your lack of courage. <laughs> um, uh, we've got this text several times, so I'll mention it. And I don't know how big a deal this is on the left or if it's just on the right. The media is on board with anything that hurts Biden now because they want him out of the way. Welcome, President Harris. That the 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 left, the hardcore left, which is some of the media, prefers Harris to Biden. Is there anything to that? I, I'm, I don't yeah. believe that. But I just wondered how popular that is in uh, various circles. I, I think I think that's legit. I don't think that uh, cabal, the squad and company, I don't think they have nearly the weight that a lot of people think they do. They have tremendous social media currency. But in terms of actual uh, ability to move and shake in, in D.C., I don't think they have it. Well, that's Plus, one of the... we have the freedom force that's, that's <laughs> arisen right. Right. on the Republican side. Why does there have to be a name for all these things? Uh, so you know matching what outfits? They have matching outfits, right? They wear uniforms. Everything has a name. Uh, so uh, I got two things we got to talk about coming up. How does a church end up being a strip club? Well, there's actually a good reason for it. Mm. And uh, they discovered some new whales. Yes. Brand new whales. So yes. That's all very cool. But first, a quick word from our good friends at Simply Safe Home Security. Whether you're concerned about break-ins with property crime exploding, they just legalized property crime in uh, Los Angeles by electing this George Cascone joker. But whether it's break-ins, fire flooding, or medical emergency, Simply Safe Home Security delivers award-winning 24/7 protection. A couple of things to like about it. Well, one, it's the best home security system you can have out there, according to a whole bunch of people that uh, you know judge these things. But uh, the other ones are you set it up yourself in about 30 minutes. Nobody's you're not making an appointment for somebody to come to your house and they're going to be there for a while. It's easy to set up. It's easy to use. And no long contract that you're locked into or hidden fees where you think, man, I'm locked into this thing for two years. It costs this much. I don't even like it. Well, you will like Simply Safe. And even if you didn't, you can get out when you want to. So you have this uh, arsenal of cameras and sensors. You know who's at your door. You know if somebody's trying to get in your window. Uh, but it's less complicated, no contracts. Just go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. You get that free home security camera. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong so they know we sent you. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. A new beaked whale. Whales with beaks. Yes. Uh, Crawled it, up on land and bred with an ostrich. Can it fly? A new flying whale. That now, that, that would be notable. Three beaked whales surfaced in Mexico. Uh, and they believe it's a totally new species of whale that they didn't know existed, unknown to science. Wow. Yeah. They're supposed to spend most of their time at a depth of 3,000 feet, so they're way down there. But they're a whale, so they got to come up to breathe now and again. Yeah, they must be able to hold their breath for a long time. Well, yeah, clearly, but how, how, that's, what kind of life is that? Come on, beaked whales. You spend all your time going up, grabbing your breath, go all the way down. By the time you get down, you got to go up again. <laughs> um, if a new species is confirmed, it'll be the 24th known species of beaked whales, which gets its name from its dolphin-like snout. It's a huge animal. Weighs as much as a Clydesdale horse, as if we all walk around with that knowledge. <laughs> That's on the bigger end of the horses, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah it's a very, very big horse, large horses. It's your Budweiser horse, Sean. I'm telling you, you stop 10 people, I'd be surprised if seven of them could tell you what a Clydesdale horse weighs. <laughs> Um, I'm saying 
All right. Imagine, I'm saying imagine 1,400 pounds. But the, the, the thing is, usually when they discover a new something, it's a tiny little spider in the Amazon. Okay, fantastic. Right. You know, or a, a, a minuscule flower somewhere. Some variation of the shrew or the mouse. Discovering something this big is really uh, not the sort of thing that happens very It sends chills up and down my spine, said this person. I'm sure if you study whales for a living, it does. Beaked um, whales in general, Jack, range from 13 to 43 feet long. So, yeah, those are big beasts. They weigh as much as a Clydesdale. It's what I hear. Um, and this story, uh, I think you'll probably be able to figure it out before I get to the punchline. The San Diego pastor has turned his church into a strip club oh. so he could be deemed essential and stay open. Amazing. Oh. Sorry, I'm working on my hymns. <laughs> Grace. Time to go to church. How okay. Oh, no, no please. Maybe, yeah. Why don't you worship the Lord in another way, son? Change, change grace to boobs and then just sing the same song. Oh, the Bible! That's, that's out of line right there. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, uh, so there's a lot of this going around where, you know, you got a bar and you serve uh, a, a, a carrot and call yourself a restaurant or you know, call yourself a strip club and become you're a church. It's everybody's trying to game the system and get around the rules because they don't. A lot of people don't believe in the in the rules. They see politicians uh, don't believe in them either in their personal lives, and so that's where we are currently with the whole thing. And to add a layer of frustration on top of it, I was just reading about the court case Harvest Rock versus Newsom, um, which is a, a religious freedom case in uh, California suing Governor Mussolini. And the uh, this legal blog I was reading, and it's 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 way too complicated to explain it all. But the long story short is that uh, a district court says no, you don't get to worship. The governor's right. Well, they appealed that, and the Supreme Court says, oh no 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 no, you got to grant an injunction. You got to let those people worship in a safe way. And they kicked it back down to the district court. Well, the district court, which is apparently annoyed or butthurt, as the kids say, or something, is now dragging its feet and making it effortless for Mussolini's government to file new briefs and new wrinkles and the rest of it. And so nearly 10 months after they were told, hey, let them worship. The court and their cronies are still dragging their feet, and the churches are now yelling at the Supreme Court, hey, when is this going to happen? So, yeah, the ability to do the wrong thing is uh, is definitely present in some of these cases. Got a doctor, and he'd been doing this for a while, was trading sex for opioids. Uh, that is pretty uncool. That makes you about as awful a person as can possibly get. I'll hit you with some of those details coming up. Um, sexing up junkies because they're so desperate oh, yeah that's yeah. not as it's not very romantic as a doctor it's, yeah. no it's not romantic nobody's gonna write a song about that how bad is the covid some places they aren't gonna have jury trials till february <whistles> in uh in miami no jury trials till february they just announced because because of covid of course they're letting everybody out of prison too right so i, I guess go do a crime uh but we've got a bunch of stuff we got to get to our text line is 415-295-kftc Yesterday, just a few blocks from where I sit, a humpback whale was spotted in the Hudson River. No one knows exactly why the whale came to the Big Apple, but marine scientists speculate that the most plausible reason 
is that he wants to be on Broadway. <laughs> so yesterday we heard the headline, or I just saw the headline, French armed forces now have permission to develop augmented soldiers. Oh, boy. I saw the headline. I thought, well, I wonder what that means. What, are, what the heck are augmented soldiers and what the heck's going on there? And uh, also the subheadline was that uh, ethicists have some concerns. Uh, I'm, and I'm interested in this sort of thing. Well, we dug into it a little bit, and we ended up talking about it on our podcast, did we not? We did. The One More Thing podcast dated yesterday, the 9th of November, or December, rather. So the United States said some things, and so did the French. Um, it's all as a reaction to the story we brought you last week when we found out that um, our own uh, DNI uh, director in the Wall Street Journal, Radcliffe, said that China is developing uh, soldiers that have all kinds of capabilities, um, bio capabilities, like they're breeding, that they're 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 they can fight off various germ warfare. They can uh, they can go. Uh, they're stronger. They're faster. All that sort of stuff. China's doing that. They don't care about ethics in China. So then France announces they're going to come up with augmented soldiers, and the United States makes some announcement with our soldiers. Yeah. What are they Every, talking? Everybody about? means everybody means something a little different. Yeah, in France though, they're talking about soldiers that would have uh, improved physical, cognitive, perceptive, and psychological capacities. Now we got a cynical text yesterday is this so french soldiers can surrender telepathically i don't think that's the point oh that hey hey our earliest ally that uh, i won't i won't have the shots at the french that sort of stereotype not, not on helpful. my air germans one, marching in the shade <clears throat> one thing considered by the armed forces is uh and the ethics committee is bothered by this coming up with soldiers that will not recognize pain stress or fatigue and substances that would improve mental resilience if taken prisoner. So wow. you don't get tired, you don't feel pain. Wow. That's a little scary. I mean, you've read, haven't you? I'm sure we all have about folks who have that syndrome where they don't feel pain. Oh, yeah, and you got and your so hand on just... a hot stove till you smell the smoking. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's horrifying. It is horrifying. Especially, uh, we're talking about, you know, we not only are related to, but have met and dealt with many of our young uh, soldiers, Marines, airmen, veterans, injured veterans, etc. The idea of sending them completely without fear or capacity of pain into whatever, I don't I don't know. Well, I mean, in terms of effectiveness, I get it, but in terms of humanity, it's a little frightening. And even if they're effective as a 22-year-old out on the battlefield, they don't feel pain, feel stress or fatigue uh then what what are they as a 40 year old bouncing around society then <laughs> i hope right. productive can you turn those switches off again? i don't know you know as uh ken ken wrote us a great email it's a little long but maybe we'll we'll share some of it with he said uh, super strength and enhanced reflexes young men will not simply return home from war with ptsd but also with super strength and enhanced abilities what could go wrong right and editing genes with unforeseen consequences. That was one of the more chilling things we talked about during the podcast, which you can get at armstrongandgetty.com, uh, was that China is, is they're altering their soldiers on a genetic level. And they are experimenting with that. And they don't care how many people they kill. Um, nobody even asked the question, just as long as they, they're successful. They're also experimenting with genetic weapons, whatever those are. 
So whether it's a, a substance or a, a gas or something that uh, crawls into your lungs, then rearranges your DNA. Now, that's said to be kind of a Yeesh. doomsday weapon, because once that's unleashed, um, God knows what sort of unholiness would be, you know, wrought. But supposedly, yeah, that's a deterrent weapon that they hope to never use. But their experiments with the, their soldiers' brains, their body chemistry, their genetics, uh, d- these weapons we're talking about, they know no bounds. And the unfortunate history of, of technology, military technology especially, is that if it can be developed, it will be developed. Oh, sure, absolutely. And, you know, their concerns about the well-being of the soldier, you know, what what, what about when they come back? Well, if you're a pro- if they're a problem, they'll kill you or put you in prison or be on a work farm or something. Yeah, they need your organs. So no problem. Society wins. They also mentioned that China has developed super muscular dogs for policing. Oh, my God. That's horrifying. And on a lighter note, micro pigs for pets. That sounds very cute. It how doesn't s- say how small. How small. I don't know. Like, like size, a Pekingese? Or? Like the size of a coffee cup. Just a little pig oh, running around right. your breakfast table. Weak, 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 weak. That one's sitting on my shoulder. It'd be kind of weird uh, with the whole bacon it, situation. but Yeah, if that pig is running around my breakfast table, I'm going to have some unfortunate thoughts. <laughs> stay, stay off the breakfast table, Porky. <laughs> Trust me on this. It's a bad uh, idea. A big increase in jobless claims this week, which isn't good news. We should probably hit you with that headline, among other things. Canada's going to get the vaccine before us? No. Armstrong and Getty.